Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Caffeine and Sensu Beans podcast. My name is Irvin and I'm joined by my cousin Chiwin. Oh, Ariel. Um, what's up? I know. Right? The, the alter ego. Um, what's <laughs> up, dude? How are you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, I have my week off this week, so it's been nice and I feel I feel, you know, I feel pretty light. Yeah, but feel- uh, our dog, I just came from the vet like not that long ago and mm-hmm. man this dog is just like i think i'm coming to the realization that i'm i i i just want to retire dog. i want to retire from having a dog uh, i want to retire from you know i just want to retire like it's a done dude i think i'm one and done i don't need uh, any more dogs in my life i'm it, you I gave it a dog. shot yeah i gave it a shot but yeah. it's just like dude the dude's just too expensive dog. Like, <laughs> he has another problem now ah yeah yeah what are we doing? And he's not that old, really. No, he's five. Yeah, exactly. He's like a middle-aged man right now. Yeah. He's, what? He's, uh, he's uh, 35? Tech, 35, you know? Like, yeah, you shouldn't be having many issues. I, I asked, uh, normally around seven to nine is kind of when, eh, you know, things start to go sideways. But, um, yeah, man. Dang. So, but what, what is it? Is it anything serious or... He has a, he has a, you know, I don't know how, how, how riveting, how riveting this discussion is. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, he has, but, but he has an infection is like by his tail. So oh, uh, it's an isolated. And so they got to go in and shave off his fucking shit and like yeah. put in some medication. They got to clean it up and all this stuff. And yeah. yeah. So it's, a, you know, it just after, after our kids were born, it, it just he just kind of fell on the back burner and it's sure. really hard to it's hard to like juggle everyone you know yeah yeah for sure i think that's why i'm more of like i'm retired or if i ever get another dog like once this guy goes away like it's just like once he transitions out like, right 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 i, I, I definitely got to give myself like a low maintenance dog a dog that doesn't talk <laughs> and eat shit like it's just like a full bred dog you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's just yeah, like a yeah. dog that is a dog and the thing is, like, um, I don't know. It's always like the 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 wife or like the daughter, the kids. They want the dog, and then it's the dad who ends up like having to take care of them. You know. Oh, who was who was at the doctor today? Your yeah, boy. exactly. I'm guessing it was and, you. And, 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 just... and look, and I wanted a dog. You know, what I'm saying like I wanted right. a French bulldog. I think I yeah. I, I, I fucked up. <laughs> no, no, really fucked up. Well, but that's me, man. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, I uh, I took the this week coming up off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I celebrated yesterday with you know Thanksgiving with obviously our family, but then I went to Cat's house and do that. That's next level stuff. Like the the amount of food that they bring, dude, it's just, it's on some different level, man. And it's always so good. It's like, it's crazy. They do like, <laughs> I don't know. They had like two trays of mac and cheese. They had like the honey roasted ham. Um, they had the barbecue sticks, you know, like the, the skewered uh, barbecue uh, meat. Uh, they had, i mean it's just like i go they had ribs like they have everything you know and uh and they're always like you're not eating enough eat more and i was like <laughs> oh man dude i don't know if i can take it so it was fun you know um and just a little tired though because daughter woke up in the middle of the night had to you know attend to her and stuff and so today cat went to work um so i was kind of taking care of my daughter and and my mom helped me um she always helps me when she can when she can but uh yeah doing doing pretty good though i'm ready to talk about this here movie colorful um right it took us so many tries to just sit down and try to watch it yeah for real it's a sign i know maybe it is a sign dude um this was a long one too 
Um, <laughs> oh, this is a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> Put that thing in 350, telling you. Yeah. And this slowly baked super slowly baked dude this is like when i made that turkey in 2014 that was horrible um and it took forever to cook that shit was clean huh and i thought it was fire like uh, or at least when i saw it like when i pictured it in my head i'm like this is fire it was a uh, bacon wrapped turkey and then when it came out it was just horrible but anyways that's neither here nor there (laughs) um so go ahead give me your thoughts dude give me your thoughts on the movie uh yeah i think uh well one of the descriptions would be that it's long definitely long it took me about three tries to finish it uh and one time i fell asleep Uh, (laughs) another another time i i was watching it in the gym and then i completely zoned out and and then i finally (laughs) sat down and just tried to sit through it and and uh and, you know I, and just chunk it out really because uh, it, it like, like we said it's a slow burn and i don't know if it's because of the music like the music to me was really distracting because i was like this feels like a meditation type of uh music that they use yeah it, to me that's kind of what it came up off so you know i don't know if it was intended in that way but i definitely think that like while i chunked it out the overall message i think is 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 a is an interesting one it's a really complex one which i mm. which i appreciate about the film because it, it's tackling a really complex issue and they are they're obviously taking their time <laughs> to tell yeah, the story for sure. it's very clear that they're taking their time to tell the story but I think in many ways, I think it's because the story, because what we're talking about in this film in regards to suicide is really uh, complex. And I think it really brings up different emotions and different feelings. And I think that the movie does a really solid job of having you sit in that uncomfortableness or sometimes just zone out like the way I did. Um, mm. And I want to say that that's by design, but I'm not really sure. That's I'm gonna go out my... on a limb, dude, and say it wasn't, bro. That you're just like, <laughs> this feels like lo-fi the movie, <clears throat> but <just laughs> a little, exactly a little, like. a little deeper, and and, but um, yeah, I mean, you you know, you you kind of hit the nail on the head. This is obviously complex. It's deep. It's about suicide. Um, I. You know, when trying to dissect the movie from a critical standpoint, I think, is this a movie that was trying to kind of speak out to the people of Japan? Uh, Because obviously um, Japan has a high suicide rate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, suicide rate amongst men is higher than women, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, so more men commit suicide than women. Uh, and, and obviously, yeah, Japan, you know, they have that suicide forest. Um, so that it's probably trying to tackle an issue or hmm, this talk about an issue that Japanese people are going through. I'm not saying that people outside of Japan aren't going through it, but because it's something that's, you know, um, uh, it's, almost maybe taboo to talk about it over there i'm you know obviously i don't live there but that's kind of the sense i get because and i love japan i've been there i want to go back again i love it i love it but there's no doubt that um as a society it is very rigid you know and Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of pressure on just people in general over there to fit within their norms you know like um and so if you make a mistake right like you're forget about it like you're chastised you're kind of outcasted i mean this is anecdotal but from what i understand robert downing jr 
had a hard time getting into Japan to promote the movie of the Avengers and Iron Man because he had, you know, um, he had gone to jail and in, in for a crime he had committed or some type of felony. I'm not sure. Uh, and so, you know, there that uh, inherently puts a lot of pressure on the youth uh, or just everyone in general. And so, you know, maybe it's this this kind of bringing it to the forefront and trying to to talk about something that's very difficult. And like you said, obviously, it's, you know, in that process, there's discomfort but um it's needed you know so in it, it, it's crazy but um it, it's it's also necessary i think to talk about it you know or, or to shed light on it even if people already kind of know it it's like the elephant in the room type of thing like okay um someone's gonna bring it to the forefront that's kind of how i felt about it in like a general sense yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i mean I, I i agree with you i mean i think i mean yeah i mean i don't want to come and say like oh yeah i know what the fuck's happening in japan because i don't and, right, and, right, right. Uh, but, but obviously that there is an underlying uh like issue there when regards to folks taking their life and i think it the i that's what one of the reasons that i appreciate the film is because it, it's a try it's trying to bring to light something that is that is there and and it's doing it through a medium that um, it's accessible to right. people, and I think is one of the forms of uh, of media that I think uh, really speaks to the Japanese people. Mm-hmm. So, in, in that, I think it's a really profound film because it's really trying to tackle a real issue, which has always been something that I've I've said in the past. Of like, sometimes these movies feel, or like sometimes, like I think about Dragon Ball, like it just kind of feels like we're talking a, a lot about nothing you know yeah. <laughs> you know you just said a whole lot of nothing and uh and so then it's interesting and this is why i say that that, that it may be by design why the film is so slow yeah when it comes to this is because when you're talking about this this issue or not this issue but this like phenomenon of like taking taking one's life away or taking one's own life like there is great discomfort there because we rarely have to ask the questions as to like what what's happening to this person and like what's happening for them inside and this mm-hmm. movie attempts to do it in this really interesting way but that's not to say that makoto is his name right makoto makoto yeah yeah makoto, Ma- makoto. That his life is like uh that it's super like exciting and then it's super like he's not goku you know what it's I'm saying? the like, contrary he, yeah it's complete opposite it's actually somebody really mundane somebody really boring and really uh really dry which that could potentially lead to uh and i think it could be argued that that he does make kind of a bland character but i think that at the core of it is is that many of us are bland yeah we don't live we're more like this makoto than we are like goku (laughs) you know yeah and i think that that's really what I appreciate about it that it that it is uh many of us are not uh the, or living these really exciting lives or mm-hmm. we're exciting in the terms of like you know we're fucking doing like great adventures or whatever like because that's not what life is it's actually really sometimes really monotonous and sometimes really mundane you know mm-hmm. and and within that like those kind of going through the motions you have these moments of like real stillness and uncomfortableness mm-hmm. of like this shit sucks mm-hmm. you know and him yeah. as a young person i think that that pressure that you're talking about is super key because i mean i work with young people mm-hmm. and i could tell you firsthand that like what this young person went through in the movie with makoto that happens here too where mm-hmm. you're the 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 feeling of boring the feeling of being bullied the 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 pressure of like what am i going to do after school like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i always say to my kids of like you know your senior year is probably going to be the realest year that you've had for many of you Mm -hmm. because there you're going to see people's real emotions you're going to see them freak the fuck out because yeah what we do here is once the kid turns 18 once they're like okay bye 
we don't have to deal with you anymore. Now the world gets to deal with you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I don't yeah. ever have to see you again. Schools never have to see you again. You know, and that's one of the unfair things about young people and the way we treat them. But like Makoto is going through this transition of like, what is he going to do afterwards? And there's this underlying pressure. And then within all of that, there's these family dynamics that are happening, right? Where yeah. dad is kind of oblivious. Mom is, um, you know, had an affair mm-hmm. and, and, uh, the kid is obviously having a hard time with it, but again, it doesn't seem like there was ever actually a conversation about it. So, you know, what's interesting is like everything to me kind of, um, I, you know, I'm thankful I've never gone through like, uh, anything very serious in terms of like depression or I've never felt like super down in the dumps where I've just, you know, but I know, obviously, obviously there are people that do this movie speaks to it. And one of the things that I noticed in the film was that on, you know, at face value, his parents cared for him, but to him, it came across as disingenuous because Obviously, his mom had an affair with her yoga instructor. And then his dad was kind of like, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, He was not super involved, you know. And But every time they interacted, anytime he interacted with either of his parents, they showed that they cared for him, they loved him. But it didn't really matter to him because their actions away from him, um, like it erased any kind of equity that they might have had, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder, you know, is that something that's like it doesn't matter per se, like to him, it came across as fake, right? Like, okay, I'm sure you do love me, but it goes beyond just how you interact with me when we actually see each other or when I'm around, but also how you carry yourself. I don't know that. And he became judgmental, you know, towards them. And so he, he grew like a resentment, a disdain for his parents, especially his mom. Um, And then one of the big things that I think this movie talked about was the, the sense of being alone, you know, um, the fact that he didn't have any friends, you know, and having yeah. that, that, that social network, like that social framework or net that, um, you know, where you have your friends or you have some family that you can go to, you can hang out. We kind of don't realize how valuable it is to like, it's not that we don't care for our friends. Of course we do. We know it's important and we're always looking forward to it but the actual profound impact that it has on our lives may be greater than we actually think because um, imagine not being able to do that. Like you don't have anyone you can go to. And so um, he, you know, I felt bad when he had no one and then he made that one friend and just him making one friend gave him motivation you know, and he wanted to, he started studying. And so, yeah, the importance of not being alone, you know, having, having friends, having people you can count on people you can trust those, you know, that was also one of the kind of big things I saw. There were other things, you know, with, with him, it was like, things kind of crumbled exponentially. Like his mom had an affair. His dad was not really there. He had no friends. The girl that he liked was you know, doing sex work, um, as an, as, as a adolescent, you know, so like things spiraled out of control for him. Right. And so, yeah, you know, that, that kind of every, it was a perfect storm for him to, to just feel like trash, um, and ultimately end up taking his life. Um, you know, so, but yeah, one of those big themes of like, not having friends and the importance of having people you can you can uh you can rely on you know because yeah 
yeah and, yeah and I, I can see that why that hits you because you know you you you're that's that's what you're about you know you really like you you really enjoy your friends you know what i'm saying like yeah. you you genuinely like being around your friends and it's probably hard to imagine like not even having them around right I yeah think that is I think uh, so that's that's what comes up for me is like, you know, because I'm on the other end of like, I'm like, I'm cool with friends and I'm cool with folks, but I'm it's not I like it's it's interesting to to hear your perspective about what alone means, because I think like alone, like I could still be in a group of friends or anybody could be in a group of friends. You can still feel alone. And I think it's not just about just having people around you, but I think it's that piece of you said of like having somebody or some, some, someone to uh, depend on or have trust with or some sort of connection with, because I think that that is what was key there is like, even in all of our friend groups and all of our systems and in, in our ecosystems, it's that connection, you know, uh. to feel like, uh, um, like you're connected to somebody. And I think that that is always what's really heartbreaking at least for me, this may, this movie made me really think about a lot about my kids because, you know, because you see this, you see this in schools all the time. You see this where young people have a hard time connecting um, with each other. Mm-hmm. It can be really mean and uh, it can be really hurtful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, there's a lack of like awareness that how much impact that actually has on the person next to you. But you know, I think it's it's bigger than that, though. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's societal-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, we don't do that as a society to really, like, make sure folks feel like they're connected. You know, it's kind of like a dog-eat-dog world out there. Like, it's like, if you connect, you connect. And if you don't, then fuck off type of deal. Um, and it's only in those little pockets that you're like, yeah, I feel Yeah, like where you find that. refuge. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, you know... It could be your friends, it could be your family, it can be your wife, your husband, your son, your daughter, your cousin, your uncle, your aunt. Um, having someone that you can rely on, I think, is is key. But to your point, obviously, yeah, you can have a group of friends and feel like you actually aren't necessarily on the same wavelength. Like, mm-hmm. you really can't connect with them. Um, and you know, that's, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to tackle that. Right. Maybe you, <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause like, it's, it's, it's not something that I've necessarily experienced. Um, Cause sometimes you, sometimes you outgrow friends. And I think that that is mm-hmm. what that's, mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable sometimes because at least uh-huh. I know it's uncomfortable for me when I've had to, when I've had to uh, separate myself from friends that were, that I still love very dearly, dearly, but there comes a point where you do have to like, yeah, we're not going down the same paths and we're not, we're not going, we're not, we're not doing the same things. We're not like, we're not on the same wavelength. And Mm -hmm. as painful as that is, uh, you know, you have to do what you got to do, but uh, yeah, but that's not what Makoto's going through. And no, and and, (laughs) he's not experiencing that at all. He's Uh, not, he has no friends. Right. You're right. Uh, The thing with me is like, that age obviously it's a very vulnerable age you're growing um you know you're 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 coming into your own in a way you're uh, experiencing a lot of emotions and so you know if we pinpoint the or we take we extrapolate just and focus on one area which is the 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 girl that he likes, right? I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, she's she kind of feels like she's way out of his league. Like that's the sense that we get. Um, and obviously, he gets super nervous every time he's around her. But she's nice to him, and we've all been there. We're like, there's someone we like, and oh, she's nice to me. Wait a minute maybe that means something like maybe I got a chance. Um, and Makoto kind of starts forming this idea of her in his head of what she is and what she isn't. And he, you know, eventually sees her with that older gentleman and like it's devastating to him, you know, as it would be for like anyone, especially at that age where he hasn't experienced love. Um, but he does really like this girl. 
And, you know, he sees her and she, he, he sees her holding hands with this older guy and they're going to walk into a love hotel. You know, that's going to like, you know, kill, you know, that's going to kill poor Makoto. Obviously, that's kind of what pushed him over the edge. Um, but yeah, man, I think like. But that's, but that's, that's that connection a- piece, though. I think like when I hear that, it's just like that's a, that's a connection. Like even if the like I think that's what's so deep about us as human beings is like there is just this there's just this other realm where there's just this connections that we have. And even when this person like Makoto is trying to like like essentially he feels connected to her. Yeah, Hiroka. Hiroka. Yeah, that's her name. Even if that connection is not necessarily real to the extent that he thinks it is, he'll make up that other part. Yeah. To make up for that connection. You know what I'm saying? And and he'll he'll be able to imagine it of what it looks like or what it feels like. He can imagine that piece, which is one of the dopest parts. And then that's also one of the more tragic parts about connections is that sometimes you get reality checked. Yeah, because he convinced himself. Yeah. yeah, you convince yourself of something that necessarily, you know, you can convince yourself that this fucking shit tastes good, but yeah. the core of it, it might just taste like shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where we make up in our mind when we don't have the practice, the practice of like and I think social interaction. The, 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 and I want to say social interactions because social interactions, uh, I think that there is a, there's almost like an invisible agreement there of like the way we interact. But when I'm thinking about something mm-hmm. like this, like it's, it's, it's like, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're building that muscle. And if you do, and if your muscle about connections, uh, like let's say for say with his mom, uh, and it's this like disappointing connection where like mom cheats on dad, mm-hmm. his, his interaction with that type of connection is kind of a broken one. So when he interacts with Hiroko or Hiroko, what is Hiroka, it? Hiroka, yeah. Hiroka, uh, it, it happens again. You know what I'm saying? Like this sense of like disappointment. Yeah. Betrayal that, almost. Yeah. That, that, like that, that, that practicing the muscle of like being rejected or having disappointment. If it's not, if you're not working at that and you don't get disappointed a lot in your life, then when that happens, it's going to be fucking feeling like it's a whole mountain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 If that makes any sense. No, I see. Yeah, of course. If you, if like the, uh, you know, you go through like a hundred rejections and theoretically the first one will hurt way more than the 100th. Um, because like you said, you know, to use your phrase, you build that, that muscle, you have that, that resiliency. You've kind of been here before. Um mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you know, he, he doesn't, he's been someone who's, he's secluded, right? He, we go back, he has no friends. So like, there isn't really an opportunity for him to, you know, build that muscle, like you said, right? And however, in the direction with the brother and the dad, I mean, brother and dad are kind of similar in their ways as well. Like they're kind of like oblivious brothers kind of like, I'd rather not fucking deal with anything. So I'd rather, which is crazy. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To me. Right? And, I mean, dad is kind of like, what the fuck? What? This is a, we're in a house. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, I was, like, I was, <laughs> was somewhere else. My boy yeah. was in the mountains. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was out of it. My boy was doing something else. My yeah. wife is drinking fucking gasoline at the house. Yeah, dude, he was <laughs> somewhere else. He was so, yeah. And so, like, where is Makoto supposed to even practice that? And I think that that's what, you know, is like, it's such a bad setup, you know? Yeah. And, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, th- there's this other aspect, though, where I, I never really understood that chick, right? That one girl that the uh, one with the glasses, Mitsudo. Oh, yeah, the one that it looked like she liked him. That's so what I sure. thought, too. And obviously, you can't force someone to like, like, if he doesn't like her, then, okay, he doesn't like her. But I don't know if he wasn't picking up the cues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it yeah. seemed like, hey, man. His like, dad's oblivious. I'm sure that he's. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably hereditary. Uh, <laughs> 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 but... Um, 
sometimes you know he was looking at the the girl that he didn't have right which in yeah. a way let's say for the sake of this conversation is a trophy wife or something oh uh, i have a feeling i have a feeling i know where you're going keep going okay um jesus now uh, he had this <laughs> other girl though that was actually his lane right was was his speed like you gotta have self-awareness right (laughs) you gotta you gotta be honest with yourself right and so but a lot of times us guys we like to punch above our weight class and um and so he's ignoring he's ignoring mitsuro he's actually he's not ignoring her he's rejecting her he's outright like uh shunning her and telling her to go away um Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this is, this is that, that sense of like, you know, this girl likes you and, or at the very least is interested to want to talk to you, maybe be friends. I don't know, maybe, but there's someone there that actually cares for you. At least that's how it comes across. And then there's someone else who, is cordial with you is nice to you but you know has really no interest in actually being your friend uh, and sometimes you just you miss what you have right in front of you because you're so focused on attaining what you see what you've put on a pedestal you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and i feel like that happens a lot uh like i can draw a, an exact parallel with just current modern times where like you know social media is like everyone's best life like let's be honest 90 percent of it is like everyone's best best life no no one takes a picture as soon as they wake up from bed like i know i don't you know and um and the the impression that that gives to other people is like wow this person's really that you know but mm-hmm. in reality, it's like, no, um, it's it's not. It's not what you think it is. And so Makoto thought that Hiroka, like he had this, it was this grandiose like figure that he had put up on a pedestal. And it wasn't that. And what he actually had, he, he actually had someone who did care for him, but he ignored it because he was so focused on that. Like, um, almost like not divine but like esoteric like very important figure that he had created you know and it was fake it wasn't real like it was it was uh something that he had kind of he had convinced himself that maybe there was something there and there there wasn't you know and and it led to a devastating result which just a, a quick quick synopsis obviously makoto he's um He's kind of in like purgatory at the beginning of the movie. And then he um, he gets a second shot at, you know, um, living again. And so he goes into a body of Makoto uh, Hirosaki, I think. Um, but the soul that entered his body doesn't actually know that it's Makoto. Like it, he doesn't the soul that entered the body doesn't know that he was actually Makoto. Um, he just thought it was a soul that was getting another shot at living so anyways and that's how we're kind of where we're at right here but yeah man there's just so many different elements in the movie you know that i thought they did a good job of tackling them yeah and and so so just well just to hit back on this point of like him talking to the girl with the glasses like and, and this is why I see the movie is kind of clever in this way, because I feel like the movie really does a really good job of making you feel different parts of like emotions mm-hmm. because like you, and, and I don't know, did you feel upset at Makoto at any point in this? Movie? Oh, for sure. There, there, it's, there are times where I did. I, and there were times where I was frustrated with at him. There were times where I felt bad for him. There were times where I felt you know happy for him so for sure there was a wave of emotions that i felt towards him because like i i feel like that part of like his parents talking to him and like you know 
in the way you described it and even this girl and you're like dude what are you talking about man you got people right in front of you you know what i'm saying like what, what, what's going on with you like why are you like not paying attention to this you know what i'm saying like it's almost like a sense of frustration and i think that that is I, I, I think that was such that was so cleverly done because like if you don't check yourself like that is what we do to folks that are on the brim of like collapse all the time where we're like where we are like dude you get upset with them you know what I'm saying of like what are you talking about why are you going after Hiroka when you got a girl right here you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like open your fucking eyes dude like what are you doing you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I think that there's such a easy inclination to like kind of like pose like uh i don't want to say judgment but almost like this like indictment of like you got a good life like stop doing this you know what mm-hmm. saying like you have people you know what saying like and i think that that is where we completely miss this topic you know what i'm saying like in those emotions is like where we miss this topic because like uh, makota makoto what you said is like is true like he does he like it is what he wants to see, but at the core of it is, is like, that's his truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's his reality. Like, that is what, that is what he believes in. And like, can he be held in that? And I think that's where we don't know how to hold people in that, in that, in that like uncomfortableness, you know what I'm saying? Of like, yeah, you, you do like this girl and it sucks that you don't see this person right next to you doing that. But like, that's also part of your, your journey. It's also part of your process. You know, and if there's nothing really to hold it, then you're kind of just going to just drop them because you're so, there's so much uh, other emotions that come up, you know, of like, just pay attention. You got it good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you should feel lucky that you have this blah, 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 blah. Right, and right, right. When obviously that's not the case. Yeah, no. And obviously it's not easy for someone who's not in say a proverbial Makoto shoes um, to be like kind of point out what you think is the obvious like dude you got an incredible life what are you talking about it's why we see so many like um so many you know people that are wealthy or we see you know I mean suicides look, across like, all again, the spectrum like, in, the, in our backyard dog. Like, I mean look at all the like the rich kids that go on the train tracks like like yeah. here in uh, here in the peninsula, like that's yeah. that was a big phenomenon a couple of years ago, and it's still probably still a phenomenon where these yeah. wealthy children are jumping in front of trains. You know, saying wow. like, that yeah. on the surface, on the surface, it's they got it good, have, right? That have it good, but the deep down is like where that real uncomfortable, messy stuff is at. Yeah, and for sure, like. You always have to dig deeper with the individual and be like, you know, it's something that surpasses me. Like, obviously, I can't grasp it. Like, I can't tackle it. But um, the only thing is like, let's say with the Hiroka, right? Um, You have to be careful that you don't lie to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because. Because if you do, then when reality hits you, it's going to be devastating. And, you know, if depending on the type of person you are, that could in some cases, you know, lead to a fatal decision, right? So it's like, for sure, I agree 100%. Like, obviously, we don't know what someone's going through. And be like, well, dude, you know, um, you got it. You got it good. Um, you know, yeah, sometimes maybe they do have a good. Other times there are some real deep issues that need to be tackled. But then like the sense of the dangers of lying to yourself, you know what I'm saying? And not having that kind of self-awareness because um, it's it can lead to, you know, um, devastating results i think that's kind of yeah. my take yeah i mean I, I think i'm with you uh, to an extent because i feel like i think when we talk about this we look at this sometimes i think that there's a tendency to look at this as an individual problem and like the the reality is, is that lying is a defense mechanism 
whether we understand it or not. So in many ways, it's actually really protective for the person of like, yeah, I am going to lie to myself because the truth is too hard to understand. And and I don't know how to deal with that or I don't know yeah, what yeah. that would be like, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so I mean, and I can tell you that because I live with a liar. So I know I, I, yeah. I lived, I was raised by one. So I know what lying does and uh, what its effect is. But I think on a bigger scale is like, does that same logic apply to society? Like, are we lying to ourselves? Specifically, if we're talking about Japan, you know, like, are they lying to themselves about what's actually happening to their population and mm. and what's happening there? And that's not a thing against Japan because we have the same problem here. We have a problem here as well. So it's just like, on a societal level, are we lying to ourselves about yeah. what is actually really making us... Uh, unfulfilled or feel feel a certain way yeah and i mean and that's a super philosophical question um uh and it's a great question you know and i and i will say this i don't want to act as if we don't lie to ourselves we do lie to ourselves you know what i'm saying like uh right now every single soccer player that's a every single professional athlete they told themselves when they were 10 years old that they were going to be a professional athlete. And 99% of the kids that tell themselves they're going to be professional athletes are not going to be that, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and, and it's going to be hard for them. So, but, so it's not like we don't do it. Obviously we do it. No. Um, It's, it's so nuanced like yeah it's like at what point are is it too much you know what i'm saying where where you've become oblivious to the real world (laughs) yeah where you're just living a lie yeah exactly where you're just my boy uh the dad (laughs) (laughs) that boy (laughs) but yeah uh, and i would say that that's the case where yes we have gone so far beyond in our life that we are not even acknowledging the fact that my wife is drinking gas in the house. <laughs> that was a crazy was, scene. My, my, that was a crazy scene. And I love the way they just jammed it in the middle of like them painting in the middle of the forest. Yeah. And just like, oh, because because you know, because the way they set it up is just like you she's first like just doing something and something that just looks super like nonchalant. And I was so like, they, wait, is that and then all of a yeah. sudden, like she starts drinking and i'm like oh yeah is this who's <laughs> this who's the one that passes away yeah but, right. but no crazy. it was just a casual scene yeah that's crazy yeah it felt so nonchalant like you said that i was kind of like wait is that what i think it is or is it some type of japanese mecha apparatus that i don't know about uh but yeah and dad was still talking about fishing <laughs> Dude, you had something else. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, something the dad else. is probably. I really dislike the dad, and I really dislike the brother. Uh but well, the brother was more obnoxious. You know, he was way super self-centered. Um, he clearly like he had a disdain for Makoto. Like he he was very dislikable. Um, but at the core every individual was flawed like everyone that you saw in this was flawed you know um and i think that goes to show like what happens when you have like a slow burning movie is like you are intentionally picking out those pieces of like again like we said in the beginning of this review these are boring people yeah (laughs) <laughs> and when we tell you they're boring people they're boring people i mean my dad was he's enjoying fishing and then yeah. he didn't catch shit he, you did. Know, he was out there he's he was loving it, it you know <laughs> loving loving it. It. so so the fact that that we get so much out of the characters that are just regular people like i think is really profound to me that they're right. they have their own individual like traits you know that's not to say any of them are likable. I think that that's one of the, that's one of my biggest knocks with the film is I feel like I don't know if there's anybody likable here. Mm. Well, actually, let's get to that, dude. Let's let's start wrapping it up. Like, okay. Overall, like, give me your sentiments. Would you recommend it? Would you like? Would you not like? 
Okay, so what I liked about it was that it's a complex topic. I think mm-hmm. that there are many parts of the film that I think are really well done. I think uh, they they do it in a really... What I liked about it the most, and I didn't even finish my thought there, was just like, I think that they really handled this topic with care and like real gentleness. Mm. And I think that they were really gentle about the way this kind of unravels and and it's like a slow unraveling that I think that when it comes to folks taking their life away I think that there's this there's a slow unraveling that happens there so just like things just kind of falling falling through and this feeling of like disappointment and having to deal with those feelings and uncomfortableness of of life and being mundane and being boring. So I, I, I like that because it really puts into the front that like, this is really complicated and it's not something super like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna just take my life out of nowhere. Like, yeah, you know, right, right, right. There's like a real slow build, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just accumulation, accumulation of just traumatic shit and just shit that we have inside and it just accumulates. So I really appreciated that. Um, and I really thought that the opening scene was really cool too. I really liked the Puda Puda guy, uh, the the angel. Mm-hmm. But I really liked his character. Yeah. I would say that that's probably my favorite character. We didn't really talk about him, but like, yeah, to me, he was my favorite character. Um, and because I think they did it in such a again in this really gentle way. I think this is kind of one of the things I really liked about it was that it's super gentle. It's super like. Uh, it's super thoughtful in the way that it's trying to approach it. And I think Pura Pura is one of those characters that uh, you don't really necessarily know in the beginning, but then as it trans, as the movie progresses, like you, at least to me, like I felt like there was a, there was this almost like this sense of like, uh, I don't want, I mean, it is sad. I think the, I think there is a sense of sadness, but there is almost like this appreciation or like this uh, sense of like uh, proudness of like allowing Makoto's spirit to re-engage himself and really refine his purpose yeah. or a sense of like willing to live, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that Buddha Buddha plays a major role in that. And I think uh, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, so things that I disliked about the movie uh, I mean, like like I said earlier, I don't know if this. While I appreciate, while I appreciate the slow burn and the the characters, I don't know if I found anyone likable in the real world. I thought, I thought the folk, I thought Mokoto was really bland, and and yes, I know it's by design, but I didn't really find him that uh, memorable. Huh? memorable uh and maybe that's by you know by design i'm sure it is but mm. uh I, I thought uh my 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 dad was just fucking somewhere else and <laughs> yeah you definitely somewhere else. mom was fucking fucking a tortured soul and the brother's kind of an a-hole so th- there was really nobody likable for me other than puta puta and i kind of wish i had i kind of wish i had more puta puta in my life you know i kind of mm-hmm. wish i had more of that in the in the in the movie what a name Cause too cuz i think every time that he came on the the screen i think he kind of stole the scenes that he was in so i i i, I liked him uh, yeah i wouldn't mind a sequel to like see what that other world looks like and what it what it entails uh there's definitely not a sequel but yeah right the yeah. the Another thing I disliked about it was the music. Mm, dude, I, I don't I even the, remember the music. <laughs> dude, the music. Look, I'm telling you, I fell asleep. Dog. Like this thing. <laughs> so I fell asleep. I was watching it, and <laughs> next thing I know, it's th- like it's like three in the morning. Like I'm like, oh Holy shit, shit. <laughs> I fell. I fell asleep through the whole movie, <laughs> and this is after like 30 minutes. So then, you know, I, I had to pick it up. I had to watch it in three segments. You know, three three sessions because uh, it, it. When I say that it's a slow burn, it's uh, ultra slow burn. It's a, super slow. Know, like I said, dude, put that thing on 350. Yeah, put it on. Just wait for it know, to climb up. Yeah, <laughs> wait for it to heat up. Wait for yeah. the turkey to baste and. Uh, I'll see you in seven hours. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
<laughs> I was like a little bit of juice on it, and then I'm I'm out of here again. <laughs> when I saw the the over two hours, right? Like on the <laughs> when I start streaming it, and I'm like, yeah. 30 minutes of that has to be the credits, right? And I was like, no 30. way, no, no fucking way. No they way. The they whole jumped thing. right in. They, yeah. <laughs> they, no, they jumped right in. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is really yeah. gonna be this is really this long. Minutes, whatever yeah. fuck it is. So it, uh, you know, it's two hours and a half, right? Yeah. It? It's, it's, nah, it's like so two, it's like two fifteen, I think, or like something like that. So yeah. it's a long, it, it's a, long, it's a movie. long movie. It feels like a long movie. Yeah. Uh, and the music doesn't help. I wish they would have added a little bit more like uh, action scenes in there. Fast paced. Oh, okay. Cool just crazy to say yeah right uh, for me but I, I i think i need a little bit more like i finally got a little bit of a jolt when he was finally like when he finally he got, got beat up and, like, oh. and he got beat up and when he was like uh on his bike you know what i'm saying i'm like oh, oh yeah. we finally get like a nice fast-paced song to go with the action a little bit right we need a little bit of that because it's a lot of like the kid walking home from school. Yeah, very slice <laughs> it's a lot of, of like super sit, yeah. sit, sit, sitting at the table, uh, trying to eat. It's just, it, it's just a lot of those type of scenes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's uh, after a while, there's only so much sushi eating I can see. <laughs> you know? Would you recommend it? I would, I would recommend it to to a brave soul that that would that would uh that would endure watching this long film. Yeah, it's right. not. The, the, I think you have to go in it knowing that it's a much deeper film. You have to pay attention to it, and uh, and it's it's a it's a deep topic, and I think that that's why they they went the way they went. So mm. I, I'll say that. So I I appreciate the film for that. Will I see it again? Nah, maybe. let's be honest, bro. No, I'm I'm actually at a maybe. I'm a, okay. I'm at a maybe. Like after we're done with these hundred films, like I, I this may be one that I may like, you know, revisit in like 15 years. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot we reviewed this. <laughs> you know, let me go see what my boy Makoto's talking. About. Yeah, and just go on that ride with the dad again. Uh, <laughs> go, go with the ride of walking back home. <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah you honestly like i don't even remember the music and that may may also speak to that you know it's not very memorable uh, uh, and also just like i guess i'll talk about what i liked what i didn't like and if i would recommend it you know i like the movie um it's it's funny i say that but um I can appreciate it as a piece of art, but it, yeah. it isn't something that like I'm eager to watch again. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, it, yeah. it's it, it's such a conundrum because it's like you said, it's slow paced. Uh, it's it, it, the 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 music's not anything that you're you know that you're gonna really it's gonna get your blood blood going um <laughs> oh you're not you're not putting <laughs> that's the thing. you're not working out to this yeah <laughs> i know that was one of my big fuck-ups is the fact that i was at the gym yeah on the, no. on the climber, <laughs> and i was like let me put this on <laughs> see if i can nah not at all see if i can get see if i can get pumped up with this with this uh soundtrack that they got going on yeah so it's weird dude like all the ingredients are don't make for an exciting movie but at the end of the day, the topic in and of itself is also such a like a, a deep topic that I kind of understand like why it's made the way it is. And um, like you said, I, I could appreciate the subtlety, almost like the gracefulness that they had, the grace they had with telling the story you know, like how the movie flowed and it was, it is boring. Like if we're being honest for a lot of it, but (laughs) right. But like, it's, you know, like you said, it's by design kind of like how ridiculous would it be if Makoto started going wild, like 
like super saiyan and shit yeah (laughs) and it's like and we're trying to talk about depression or like suicide um well and that would be dope though goku would ever talk about that yeah Yeah. (laughs) goku's more like the dad though than he is (laughs) (laughs) than than he is like makoto that's very true yeah no that's very Uh, true but what i liked was obviously the overall theme i loved the the grace that the movie had how it flowed um because i can appreciate how it's done even if it is done in a way that's boring it sounds so odd to say it like that um yeah you know because like the movie it is like he's walking home to school and then he walks by his mom and she talks to him and he just ignores her and that was the scene and and then they're at the dinner table and no one's talking to one another and you're like here we go and you look at the time and you're like, we still got another two hours and 10 minutes of this, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, that's exactly what it feels like. They're just and, sitting in silence at the table and you're just yeah, watching them. Yeah. But, but again, like, and I don't know, it feels like they almost had to kind of do the movie like this because of the topic that they're tackling. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not a, a storyteller, but nonetheless, I love the theme. I love the, the flow um from an artistic standpoint you know not necessarily from an entertain entertainment standpoint um but i could appreciate the way it was done um what i i i do like put up as well and every time he popped up on a scene it was because some the scene had meaning to it like he was either going yeah. to deliver a profound message what i liked was that he was a little ambiguous um because at the beginning he's you know makoto asks him makoto when he's still a soul he asks him are you an angel and he says if you want me to be an angel i'm an angel so he never mm-hmm. confirms or denies that he is and it's kind of up to you to to decide in a way but everything points yeah. to that him actually being an angel so i love that um he was feisty also when he had to be like he wasn't just yeah. his pushover mm-hmm. uh and he in a way in, in an odd way became a friend to Makoto because there's a moment where Makoto's like, don't leave me. You're like, you know, you're leaving me alone. And he grew a bond with Pura Pura. Um, and then the, the last scene where he leaves, you know, it's sad. Um, but Pura Pura finds solace in the fact, or he's proud. Like he's happy to see that Makoto's found his will to live. And he's, He's going to take another crack at this and it's going to, you know, he's in the good frame of mind um, to do so. Um, what I didn't like. Um, I, I, this is odd. I, <laughs> I didn't like that. They, they didn't really explain who the girl was, like what she meant to Makoto <laughs> in his previous life, you know, uh-huh um and i like i wish that yeah uh mitsuda Mm -hmm. yeah so that's kind of my my biggest criticism of it other than that like you said dude like the 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 characters are not they don't live exciting lives um but it's like that's how we are in a day-to-day basis and uh and what i recommend it to someone to this is a a movie that's um very like it's niche in a way you can't be like i just finished watching goku like you know naruto <laughs> dragon ball whatever i need to find something else let me turn on colorful like no <laughs> you know what i'm saying like um yeah, you're not gonna get your blood boiling you're not gonna get your yeah. blood pumping right here no it's not dude you're not gonna go faster on the stairmaster because you you you're, yeah. you put on colorful this is to go to sleep <laughs> yeah like you gotta watch <laughs> in the segments to yeah. um yeah exactly. it, won Hello Awards. it yeah. did it did this is like the revenant of of 2010 <laughs> you know like that movie dude you know geez so <laughs> what i recommend it if yeah. you do watch it understand that like it is a movie that's tackling obviously a deep issue and it's gonna be told in a specific type of way that to you might not be entertaining 
but you might still be able to appreciate it from an artistic standpoint. And also just kind of, like you said, the way they handle it, you know, everything fits well, it feels like. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's not like, fuck, I, I, I got to finish this. Like, oh my God, like I can't stop watching this. Um Everything no, you're gonna done. definitely feel like actually turning it off yeah you're like holy mama uh but yeah what would you give it out of 10 before, right before we wrap this up so for me uh i i was thinking about it i would have to say for me i'm at i'm at an eight right here this is a mm. solid b for me I, this is my type of this is my which is so right weird like, because like I you like said the deep philosophical shit that yeah. like, you know gets like this it's just that it's just it's really it's really bland but within it within it there is some really deep meaningful conversations like this conversation i really enjoyed because it's like it's like a real thing that happens you know what i'm saying and like i'd rather i'd rather deal with i'd rather have a conversation like this than you know talk about fucking you know like in super saiyan 10 goku's like goku's parabomb yeah and like are people yeah him and that's not energy. to say that that's that's not to say that that's not important i mean yeah. i could argue that it's not but it's just like it to me it's just not you know it, it doesn't give me it doesn't get me going you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I, I like philosophical shit like this so it, it's really up my alley so this is my type of movie and uh yeah i would say it's an eight for me but the things that really brought it down was that music and the characters themselves were just really really bland and maybe that's just something that's inevitable i don't know maybe we'll watch a movie on here that's different um because i see they could have added like they could have added like i I wish they would have added like a funny character like god forbid we would throw Mm, in a joke that's true somewhere in there you know saying everything can there be like everything was just like like and i know dad was trying his best to do that but like we the only time that we got to see dad's personality was when he was pit fishing you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and i keep referencing my guy because it's so ridiculous that he's acting this way but i don't know i just wish that there would have been like a funny character in there or like some comedy relief to just kind of just let us break away and re-engage us i think that that's one of the biggest things with the movie is that it doesn't it, it kind of it, it just it forces you to just be at this one line this monotonous line mm-hmm. and you gotta stay and with it's it. difficult and if, yeah you know, and if you don't then you're gonna lose it and you're just gonna have to pick it up and you have to go right back there again but sometimes you know you need a, you need a little bit of up and down you know a little yeah. bit of like a little bit of motion in the ocean wouldn't have hurt in film this this is like when you go on a one and a half hour jog and it's just like on the treadmill and you're like, holy yeah. shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're it's not like the same. You know? Right. And then, you know, by the time you're done, you're like, huh. Okay. I could appreciate that run. I'm sure I feel better now. I'm healthier, but I don't want to do that again. I'd much rather run outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, sure. So an eight yeah i I would give it a seven i really liked it you know it was and and maybe a seven is harsh but because it is artistic from an artistic standpoint it's beautiful you know it's 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 well told it's well done and it's so odd that we can sit here and say maybe that's just because it's tackling such a deep theme but um we can say, you know, this is boring, this is bland, blah, 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 music's not great, and then say, it's an eight, it's a seven, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's it's such, that speaks to how well it was done. So, you know, um, we'll wrap it up there. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next, uh, you know, on the next week. Oh, we got, well, next- the, our next one, to let them know real quick oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get out of here, is... Uh- our next film what we're going to be seeing is just had it up it's about like uh it's trigun okay that sounds like the opposite of colorful this is completely the opposite of colorful this is a a gunfighter with a strict no kill policy okay oh so like arrives in a town full of bounty hunters competing to collect a reward so okay uh, it is going to be a complete opposite. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of uh, guns and a lot of uh, 
out of action. So, uh, hey, ready for it. Yeah. Nice, nice change of pace. So, all right. Well, everyone, thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, listen to this podcast. We are doing this uh, one day after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to you all that celebrate it. Um, We appreciate you guys listening, taking the time out of your day. So with that, we'll go ahead and sign off and we'll talk next week. Later.